What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 289 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is LJ Lowry, and with me tonight is Shelly Nolan. Hello! And uh, Cody is um, out for tonight, um, getting some personal stuff taken care of. But uh, we're here um, with the first episode of 2022. Yeah, Happy New Year, to, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. It's it, It's been a few, a few weeks, but uh, we are excited to get back to um, recording the show and talking about all kinds of news and stuff. Yeah. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about um, mobile games and a lot of money involved there. And then um, some animated related news um, in the movies and TV realms. So uh, that should be fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, we do have a lot of catching up and a lot of geeking out to do. So we will news, start news off. News might be slow, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did find a few, a few little news pieces in there. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's get to geeking out. Uh, what games have you been playing on our break? So, um, I don't remember all the games I think I've been playing a lot, but the ones I least want to talk about... Because, like, I'm always playing Smash, right, for example, but... Um, yeah. In fact, that was something that was really fun <laughs> between uh, my husband and I. We completed every doubles classic mode in the game. So that was really oh, fun. Cool. With all the DLC and everything, so that was a really good time. Um, I don't know you could do doubles on there. Yeah, you can. It's, uh... That's, that's cool. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's really cool how every character has, like, a unique classic mode, too. Yeah. So that's a good time. Um, yep. So there's that, and, uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, I'm always playing Smash, for example, but I bought Outer Worlds when it was on sale. Ooh, yes, that's a good one. And so I've been playing that, uh, and that game's been pretty fun. It's interesting, because it's like, I played it, because I really was feeling like an rpg i was like i need mm. an rpg to play that wasn't now, that wasn't persona i guess <laughs> i guess it needed to be something different i don't know i don't know why. yeah but i i don't know i heard things about good things about outer worlds and i know it's got some bioware vibes yeah and i know a lot of people have always like recommended like fallout to me i know this game mm -hmm. is fairly similar very inspired by fallout but i've heard it's like not as long and not as crazy which yeah. honestly is in my benefit because i'm like i can't just pick up an entire another big series and and you know it got confirmed through sequel so i'm like let's yep. let's get it so and i got that DLC. yeah and i haven't gotten any dlc yet but i might i may yeah. because this game is pretty fun um i played for a good like nine ten hours one day then a couple more hours later and a couple more hours later i don't even know how far into i am in like the story or anything but yeah. i what i really like about outer worlds is that um it really does finally allow me to play like and of course it's very D, &D inspired right because that's oh yeah these games are really kind of just you know inspired from D, &D and games like that so yeah i just really like that i can finally play a character that i want to play as like in D, &D. like i always like the rogues I, I, mm. I think rogues are super fun but me as a person I'm really bad at like lying I'm really bad at I don't <laughs> know just being like clever in that sort of way and being like like, like charm ambiguous. and persuasion kind of stuff yeah like the high charisma but also like the high deck sort of thing like yeah. me as a person I'm not very good at that and granted you don't have to be you know one way as a person to like role play like on yeah. that's 
half the fun of role playing is they get to be very different types of people than you, you are as a person. But at the same time, there are times where if I'm playing a rogue in a D&D campaign, for example, and I literally just can't think of like, how do I talk my way out of this? Or how do I, you know, whatever. It's like, I can't even like begin to think of ideas. And so I yeah. kind of get stuck sometimes where I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be the super high charisma character. Or I'm supposed to be the face of the party, but I don't even know how to like begin socializing with this person or, you know, talking about this or creating a convincing argument, that sort of thing. So yeah. um, what I like about this game is that it'll let you know if you fail or succeed a check from the get-go so like it's very heavy on that stuff yeah which i like um Mm -hmm. because i also you know if the if those options were always up i would always just choose them anyway probably Mm -hmm. and just fail half of them um (laughs) so no it's the case in lots of other games it's like you always have that option but you may pass or fail depending on you know how you roll or if you're just not high enough but i like this game i like it makes you feel really powerful and really smart being like oh yes this lie or oh yes this like persuasion this (laughs) argument that like i as a person would never have thought of but like i see as an option in the game i know i'm gonna pass the check anyway and so then i'm able to like talk my way out of situations or just like pay less money than i have to or whatever just like get to do what i want or get to you know see options i as a person would not have really thought about so that's what i think is really cool about this game Combat's fine. Um, I'm always really bad at shooters, so mm. I kind of took that, you know, realization of, like, yeah, I'm pretty bad at shooters. We'll see how I do with this <laughs> game. Um, but I'm doing okay. It is just, like, kind of difficult for me just because I don't really play a lot of those types of games. But right. the roleplay and, and the characters, the party members are enough that I'm, I'm having a good time. It's very comedic, which I like, too. I think I prefer the sort of spacey... Like, I really like the... I was gonna say world, but obviously there's multiple worlds, like the universes, I guess. Yeah. I, I just think it's such a fun concept. Fun, depressing, I should say. Um, that like all these worlds are just taken over by corporations. It's kinda got like a weird zaniness to it. It's exactly. Just like, and it's, it's just silly, like a, but it's also depressing. It exactly. <laughs> and it's like kind of fun. I find that personally yeah. more interesting than just like a nuclear fallout situation, which again I know yeah. lots of fallout fans or you know love fallout i'm like happy for them but i just feel like this the actual environment is i'm more drawn to the atmospheres i'm more drawn mm-hmm. to um than you know other settings uh but anyway yeah so i'm liking out of worlds who knows if i fin- I'll, if i'll finish it i've been starting so many games especially on ps5 like i got this one you know technically ps4 but on my ps5 um, yeah, I've been starting so many games and not finishing them like i haven't finished Metroid <laughs> dread yet it's kind of bad but I got this for so cheap that I don't really care. It was only right. like 10, 20 bucks or something for a sixty dollar game. I'm like, yeah, that's worth it for me. Yeah, it was it was pretty low on that on that sale. Exactly. It was like one of the only games I got during all the big sales with both PlayStation and Steam. Like I didn't buy anything on Steam this year. It's crazy. So, um, <laughs> but I'm like, hey, you know, if 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 it's fine if I start a lot of games, but it, I just need to always be watching. Like if I do buy a game, I need to play it, and so I only bought one game and I am playing it. Yeah. So it's fine. Right. That's good. That's fine. But besides (laughs) that, like, that's the major game, a new game, I should say, I've been playing. But I did try Mario Party Superstars recently with a friend. Um, It was me and my husband and a friend. That one actually looks good compared to the previous one. Yeah, and that's what's crazy is, like, I haven't played a Mario Party game since... Oh, I don't know. The Wii? I played the Wii one. And, I I mean, I used to play, like, Mario Party DS all the time. Like, that was the thing. It's like... 
when I was in band in like middle school, we would mm. and we would take trips um, to like perform places or like take do like concerts and stuff. And we'd all be on the bus. And like the first thing everybody does, there was like a whole group of us that did this. Just take our DSs and everyone loads Mario Party and we just play That's Mario cool. Party. Um, we'd also do Mario Kart DS, and those were like the two of the games. So, like, I very nice. heavily associate like Mario Party with that experience. But the problem <laughs> is cool. that, like, I really haven't had a good time with Mario Party since then. Like, I played Mario Party on Wii a couple mm-hmm. times, but then I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I like this. It's, like, it's I it's so unfair. Um, mm. And so you're like winning the whole time, then all of a sudden you've lost because <laughs> of like bonus stars or whatever. Yeah, um, and it tears <laughs> apart friendships and things. It's so, not over until the final star. Exactly. Challenge. So, um, so my friend, he's like, "Hey, I got Mario Party. You, you want to play with me?" And I'm like, uh, "Okay, but I'm not gonna play to win. I'm gonna play for chaos. And I'm gonna play go. to just do whatever I want. And I'm not gonna <laughs> care about who. Because if I like, I'm a very competitive person. Like, if I get too." competitive about this i'm just gonna end up disappointed and mad <laughs> even if i win you know like it's it's so i i did that um and we played and it was actually quite fun i think i abused the sticker system like so hard like i was spamming stickers the whole time like those are just so fun um, oh yeah even if you're just playing locally with people it's just so fun to spam the stickers uh and yeah we so we we did a one round or not one round but like one mario party game Mm. we did it on the yoshi island one and it's cool because it's like i think part of the reason the like other mini games uh, of the other mario parties like we're getting tiring is because they always were relying on that system's gimmick right yes it's like oh my gosh the wii the wii u and and even the switch one because i did play super mario party once yeah Uh, but yeah like for the last years they've been relying on those gimmicks like you were saying yeah and it's just not that fun to shake a wemo or shake a joy con <laughs> or whatever yeah and like i again like i have tons of experience with the mario party ds games and like yeah. those were fun to me but that's because i played it a ton and i think like mm-hmm. i got used to them and like i still remember like the cucumber slicing mini game you just go like you like destroy your <laughs> ds in the process like my touch screen's probably shot at this point just because of that that's okay. People destroyed their palms on the Nintendo 64 version. So well, that's the thing is that we played uh, one of the mini games because again, yeah. if people don't know Mario Party Superstars is basically like it's like taking a big all the classic, the classic Mario Party levels, games, things like that, and I throwing it into like it's sort of like remade them. The, so that's the maps and all the mini games like that. That would be nostalgic for me. Exactly. So that's what's cool. And it's like I never even played those old games, really. Yeah. But there was the there was one where like you had to like move the joy the joystick like that, and it literally warned you. It said, "Please don't use the palm of your hand." And that's, I was like, "What?" And because we're using we're using GameCube controllers for this game, and that's what's yeah. also cool is that we could just do that because the mini games only require like one or two a like a controller. joystick and a, a button or something and like i didn't need a joy con i didn't need yeah. a pro controller i didn't need anything like that i didn't need a wemo whatever um so that was also just a point good thing but yeah like i remember we got that mini game and, and both my husband and i were like oh that seems silly like well how else are we supposed to do it and um but that's what our friend said he's like yeah back on the Nintendo 64 people hurt their hands and yep, they would sue yep. And, uh, I, I loved uh, Mario Party 2. They had, like, all the themed ones where, like, they had a Western one where they were all dressed up in, like, cowboy gear and stuff. Oh and, like, those were my favorites when, like, when they were, would change. Like, I didn't play a ton on the GameCube, but those 64 days were, like, most of my nostalgia comes from with that. 
Yeah, it, it's just like <laughs> I. It was kind of refreshing just how painfully simple the games are. I don't know. Yeah, like you, you just didn't have to think about that much. You just see what's happening. You're like, oh yeah, I get it. You don't have yeah. to like. But you can. To still, me, like, that would be comforting though, because there yeah. wouldn't be a ton of gimmicks like the other ones. No, exactly. It was super nice. Yeah. It was just like so refreshing, and like you could still like practice a little bit too. Mm. Um, yeah, which yeah, is they cool. have the practice sessions. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. I just had a really good time. And so not only do we do we play a whole round um, on the Yoshi's Island course, um, I didn't win, and that's okay, because I wasn't playing to win. I was playing to have fun, <laughs> which is crazy in a game like that. But then oh, yeah. we did, um, we went to the minigame section, and we just did all the minigames. Um, oh, cool. We did all of the, we did all of my friend's favorite four-player ones, and then we did all of the 3v1s. Um Oh yeah, some of those were are the cool. three. Yeah, and we did like there's like a challenge mode where you can like do it, and it the one CPU gets harder and harder as they go on, and that was actually super fun because we were just like planning and conniving and just like okay, how are That's we gonna neat. do this? And um, I just didn't realize that was an option. And um, anyway, it I just I wanted to mention that game. I don't own it again. It was just my friend who had it, but it was a surprisingly fun time. I would play again, which is not something. Again, besides from those Mario Party DS game uh, <laughs> days, I would not ever say about Mario Party. So something <laughs> about this game, it's not nostalgia for me because I never played those original Mario Party games. It was all fresh and new to me. So it just feels like it's back to basics. It's back to basics. I think that's exactly yeah. it. It was like, we're, we're taking it back to the heart and it's classic and like these classic games where it's like, you don't have to like do a bunch of ridiculous stuff just to figure out what you're supposed to do. Like you just press the Joy-Con joystick forward or press the A or B button a, a certain way, or you just mash buttons, you know? That's also yeah. the you just mash buttons. So, <laughs> um, yeah, those are just two games I wanted to talk about that I played, but uh, what about you, LJ? Cool. Um, before I talk about the big one, uh, I think that uh, you enjoy the most. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did beat Death. I, I did beat Deathloop this nice. weekend. You got um, out of the loop? Yes. Nice. Uh, well, there's two endings. You can choose to basically stay or break it um oh. which which are, are pretty cool um but basically uh it's one of those games that's so intimidating but i had a couple buddies that kind of like encouraged me to get through it and they gave me some tips and showed me where some really cool like weapons were and stuff and yeah. i i played that game most of like all of friday and like all of saturday and i finally i beat it Sweet. uh so that, that game's cool did you get on ps5 too. or pc ps5 nice um yeah so it was good. It was worth it. A lot of fun. Heck yeah. Um, I literally played, yeah, like all day because I was just like I, I was so close and I was every bit of progress I made was like okay I'm 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 getting there and so I I finally did so, um, super fun game, um, but the one I did put the most time into easily was so I tested positive for COVID uh, over Christmas. It was like um. right after, it was like right in between Christmas and New Year's. And so uh, I was like, well, I guess I'm staying home from work and um, we're going to restart our backlog golf thing this year. And I was like, okay, I really want to finish a JRPG this year. And um, it was like right before Christmas, actually, when I started Persona. Um, and then I was like, okay, like I'm, I've already started it and I'm just going to play it. And so now I'm like 35 hours into it. Uh, I'm almost to the third palace. Nice. Um, so like when Makoto joins you and stuff mm -hmm. like that, um, and it was one of those things where I think because I started I've start I started the original, 
And so it felt like that first beginning kind of part, like the intro and tutorials and stuff. I felt like that went a lot quicker than it did the first time. Oh, it does. They literally take stuff out. Oh, really? Yeah, they literally take out a bunch of stuff. Like, I I never played the original Persona 5, but my friend did, and we both played Royal. Yeah, you're not crazy. It wasn't just like, oh, I did this before, so it went really fast. (laughs) They literally, like, you're supposed to go to, like, the palace, like, multiple times yeah you go like, like three or four times or but in royal ridiculous. they just don't they they oh, skip over gosh. a bunch of it because okay. i think they knew it was like a quality of life change where they're like they, they you know <laughs> it's a bigger game there's yeah. way more content so therefore we need to cut stuff oh, wow. and we're gonna cut some of this fluff because that's basically what it was so okay, you're not crazy. that's amazing yeah <laughs> that's amazing because i was like wow this is like so much quicker yeah um <laughs> There's a lot of cool changes that I love about it, like the guns, how they basically give you, like, the ammo refills every battle. Yeah. I thought that was cool, because now guns, the guns are more of a tactic you can use. Sure. Um, just big quality of life changes would have hurt. Yes. A, a lot of stuff. Oh, just, and there's, yeah, a lot of cool stuff with that. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to get back to it soon. Thank I just you. got on the, I just got on a, on a death loop kick. Yeah. And finally finished that. And I was like, well, I can go back to playing Persona. That game is so um, long. Yeah. As long as you have I'm the like, right connections. You still have to get the social ranks with the right people. Yes. So so I know I know about all that stuff. Nice. Um, so I'm working on that stuff. Um, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be difficult because like, that sounds like it's going to be a pain. Yeah, um, it's fine. I, I just like... You still yeah. need to know because like I again my friend who had played Persona 5 and then per se uh-huh. played Persona 5 Royal he did not realize... He did not know, and so like he just did not oh, get to the third semester, and I felt really bad because I was like, "Oh." Because I feel like Kasumi is a, a big part of that too. Um, yeah. Because I like how her at first her thing only starts off at like five, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was like, "Okay, that that that's cool because it's not as like intimidating." Uh, Absolutely, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's gonna it's. It's going to be pretty good. I, I'm going to get to that third one uh, pretty easily, I think. Um, like, well, I looked it up because a buddy of mine had told me the same thing, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to make sure to do that because that's, like, the full game experience. Mm-hmm. So um, a big reason why I wanted to play that was because uh, Persona 5 Strikers is free on PS Plus right now. Yes. And when I heard that was coming because of the leaks, I said, ooh. I'm like, I need to go and finish Royal ASAP. And so, you get uh, it done cause, time because I don't know. Oh, I grabbed it once you grab. Oh, once you grab the game on PS Plus, like if you hit add to library, it's in your it's in your library as long nice. as you're subscribed. So cool. the nice thing will be that like whenever I get done with Royal, I can just go right into Strikers and just fuel my brain with all that good music and all that style. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. so good. You're gonna mm-hmm. like Strikers too. I think you're really gonna like Strikers. Yeah, it is one of those things where it's like you do just have to finish the game first because it's yeah. a direct sequel. Right, um, right. Which is cool. And then I heard I heard weird things that it was like there was like royal stuff that isn't connected to it or something. There's nothing royal connected. In That's that weird. Game. It's huh. all like it's. I mean. For me, it was kind of like, oh, like I played Royal in my yeah. head. That's that's like what happened. But yeah. there's a bunch of stuff that like they don't talk about and other things like that. So okay, I think so it works just either way. Okay. Um, I think it works either way. But technically, it is a sequel to Persona Five and not. Uh, yeah, Royal, that was so. that would be weird if there was like big plot things. I mean, which there probably is still, but like it seems it would be weird if there was stuff missing. But yeah. it doesn't sound like it's too big of an issue. No, you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, cool. 
Um, yeah, so those are the things that I played, and uh, we'll, we'll get into some light gaming news. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so uh, the first kind of quote-unquote controversy is that, uh, so the devs of Dying Light 2 uh, tech, Techland came out and, and said that uh, apparently to complete everything in Dying Light 2 is going to take up to 500 hours. 500 and hours. And that sounds like... When I heard that number, I'm like, that sounds that's like exaggeration. That's like a... Yeah. 500 hours is like... It's like Even Breath Persona's of the Wild, but it's like you must add all the DLC onto that and right. Master Mode as well. Like, that's... Right. Like, even just a regular playthrough. Like, I, I 100%... Well, 100%, I don't know what you just determine as 100%, but I did all of the shrines. Right. And I still only did, like, maybe 100 hours or so. Yeah. So, like, 500 is absurd. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, I I was like, you know what, that's that's got to be exaggeration. And um, just to um, just to be a little transparent, um, I'm probably getting a review copy of this game, and so that's why I was interested in it. Um, the, 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 uh, the PR company has been sending me PR-related stuff for this game for a while, and so I submitted my request in, and hopefully we'll get it. But I was already interested, and now I'm like, oh, like, apparently this is going to be a massive game as far as, like, the mechanics and I guess there's like RPG elements. I heard there's like almost like Bioware like related like relationship stuff and like different quests you can do. Like there's a apparently it's a meaty game, so I was like, okay, like that's cool. Yeah. But then they dialed it back <laughs> recently and said like, oh, like the main story is gonna take you maybe twenty plus twenty twenty plus hours. Like, uh-huh. and I, I was Very like, okay, big difference. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, that's a wide gap. So. If if I if I was to guess, I think like you were saying with Breath of the Wild, it it probably will take you a hundred plus to do a lot of stuff in that game. Um, but I don't think it's going to be any five hundred hours. Five hundred is like five hundred is like that's the people who grind Minecraft all the time. They yes. just play for fun, right? Or like Stardew Valley. The, yeah, I was gonna say Stardew Valley. It's like those yeah. are the games that reach five hundred hours. It's not ones yeah. that have a incredibly concrete story. They do have yeah. story, right? But it's the yeah. ones where you can literally just keep building, building, building every single day. So. Yeah. So it. Yeah. Those games are great, but it's not dying like yeah. two. <laughs> I was like, nah. I mean, I'm like, hey, at least they gained publicity, and some people will be like interested, maybe. But then there's other people that are like, oh, I don't need games to be that long, which is true. We yeah. don't need games that length. Um, but it kind of has me looking forward to seeing like, okay, like. Now, like, you guys need to... Hopefully they talk the talk. I mean, if it mm-hmm. is... If there is that much extra content, then I applaud them, but... Hopefully it's um, just good content. Because, like, not all yeah. content is good content, right? Yeah, you yeah. Want, you I mean, want 20 yeah. plus 500 hours of good, yeah. enjoyable stuff. Yeah. The, the first one, I played the first one a lot, and it had a lot of good, like, collectible things, like different weapons you could grab, and a lot, a lot of side quests, and then even, the like, when that game had all its, all its expansions, and that's one of those games that they still added content to over the years. So the first one, yeah, I, like, they had a lot of content. So, um, I don't know, I, I, I would be fun to see, like, oh, like, is it that, you know, is it really that long, but it doesn't need to be, but I just find it funny that they had to walk it back. Um, so yeah, that's, that's dying light too. Good, good on them for getting the publicity, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the second one is, is going to be more relevant to more people, I think, but, um, take two, uh, 
the company that owns uh, 2K Games and Rockstar, um, they, I guess they're set to acquire the company Zynga, the like mobile game, Facebook game mm-hmm. company for $12.7 billion. So that is a lot of money. Money. Yeah. So take two. When LJ told me about this news, I definitely assumed it was it takes two, like the devs or something. I'm like, wait a second, I thought they were an indie like, company. No, it's different. Yeah. It's different. So, yeah, and then so I proceeded to to mention that uh, I, so before the game awards, um, I guess Take Two actually sued them because apparently Take Two has some kind of copyright um, for their own name. So I guess it takes two was confusing enough to at least somebody for that to be legitimate. So <laughs> I guess maybe you're not the only one who who gets thrown off when the two are mentioned. Yeah, totally. Uh, in the same... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. But um, Zynga is known for... Um, so this is going to sound... This is, this is going to trigger some people. Uh, Farmville... Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, Farmville's Classic. the one where it's like, so and so is sending you a request or so on Facebook, and then that's where um, like those game request things came from. My favorite meme is the Medea, is the Medea meme where she has like a Glock and she's like, send me another game request. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're also known for things like draw something and then words with friends, which oh yeah, words with friends, words with friends is legitimate. That's yeah, a one. that's a good one. Um, and then they're also working on, I think it's called Star Wars Hunters, which is like it looks like some new like arena shooter that's coming out to Switch and mobile this year. Um, which is kind of odd. That game looks fun, but it's free to play mobile stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's huge. I don't know what they're going to do with that company yet. Um, but uh, that's a lot of money. Twelve billion dollars is crazy. Yeah, so. seriously. Yeah, um, I mean, I think of how, like, apparently Farmville is still a thing. They developed, like, a third... I saw ads for, like, a third one somewhere recently, and I was like, I thought Farmville was dead, but... Farmville um, never dies. Nope. Uh, nope, they're just harvesting all the money they can out of people. Um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway... That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Take-Two decided, oh, hey, we that. want that money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so that is it for the gaming news. Um, some some light stuff for sure. Nothing. I, was say, I feel like things have kind of been taking a big pause, which will yeah. go into our movie news. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, um, we we'll, everything is just sort of like on hold. Like, oh, and, and what's it's, happening? It's the new year. It's the <laughs> new year too. too. It's the new year. Yeah. That, there's. I feel like you know, post holiday season, right? Yeah. Like everything kind of just everyone kind of takes a deep breath and is like, okay, we got a new year to worry yeah. about. What do we do now? No big yep. releases for a second, you know. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll get all that in February in February for gaming. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, let's talk about some movies we watched. Uh, what are some movies you watched? So I uh, we watched all of me and my husband. When I say we, uh, we watched all the Hobbit movies. Not all in a row. Ooh. We watched them like for like three days in a row. And Ooh, nice. I had seen I had seen the first Hobbit already. Um, but I remember, yeah. like, I watched it when it first came out, and I actually I've read The Hobbit. I never actually have read mm. Lord of the Rings, but I've read The Hobbit, 
And so yeah. I, I really liked the first one. I remember that. And But then I remember seeing trailers for the second one. And the second one's one. really good. And I remember, I feel like the second one, maybe I just never got around to it. But I think I got confused when I saw Legolas, like, in the trailers and stuff. Oh, and I was yeah. like, Legolas is not in The Hobbit. What are they doing? This is really weird. And then yeah. I kind of heard that they were just throwing a bunch of stuff from not in the book in there. And I'm like, eh, yep. I don't know if I'm interested. And then the third trailers came out, and I'm like, who is this lady? Like, what is going on? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. So I didn't watch kind of because of that. But now, mm. um, you know, Daniel kind of convinced me. He's like, ah, let's watch through all of them because we have time to kill. Um, mm-hmm. So first one's still really good. Um, mm-hmm. Second one is also quite good. Um, I've but not, not seen good. the third one. The third one's not great. It's not bad. It was still entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of uh, unfortunate that it gets worse as the movies go on. Whereas like the Lord of the Rings get better as they go on. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all kind of great. If I'm I, I guess I like the second one for for Smog and that he's that he's voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. That was super. That whole sequence, yeah. this, that whole scene, like <laughs> Maybe, and, and I think that's why there, I like that movie so much. Which is fair. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think it's just crazy because it's like I genuinely feel like the movies were carried. Like Martin Freeman must have a, like an injury back for how hard he carried those movies because like <laughs> yeah. he was just so on point the whole time yeah like, he all was really three good. movies like anytime he was on screen i'm just like this is bilbo dude like this is so good <laughs> he has so much like characterization um and all this stuff which is just like it's so much personality which was so fun to see um honestly like yeah. more personality than like frodo at times i would say yeah um but i mean that's just a difference in you know acting styles whatever it's obviously no you know, Elijah Wood was great. But still, it's like, yeah. um, he carried the movies. That's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> and, you know, E. McKellen, Gandalf was still really great, too. Oh, um, yeah. It was just, I just think it was so funny how it's like, he just clearly looked so much older. And then you got Legolas, where it's like, Elena Bloop also clearly looked older, but they're supposed to be younger. And it's, it's just yeah, like, pretty cool. kind of fell apart where they like kept trying to throw in stuff from Lord of the Rings. It's like, like, oh, you remember this thing? Or it's like, here's, yeah, here's this thing. Yeah, exactly. And it just was kind of annoying because it's like, you know, The Hobbit was written first anyway. And yeah. um, it just ended up becoming Lord of the Rings and becoming a prequel for Lord of the Rings. But, you know, it was a separate thing kind of entirely. Like, and, you know, all the stuff of the ring, like at that point, was just a regular ring. And I understand throwing in, you know, stuff, you know, mentioning Saruman, Sauron kind of relation. Like, that's fine. That makes sense yeah, to me. But foreshadowing, they, I think kind they, of. I think they pushed the foreshadowing too hard because yeah. you have to realize there are 60 years between The Hobbit, or at least like the beginning of The Hobbit even. I don't even think by the end of The Hobbit. Mm. There's 60 years between then and Fellowship. And oh, they wow. make it, they sort of like, I'm sorry if this is considered spoilers it's kind of like mentioned uh, both the second and third movie so anyone who didn't you know watch them but yeah. it's like they they just sauron shows up like it's like very prevalent in some ways um huh. and it's just kind of strange because then for some reason like it, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me but they don't consider him like an entirely huge threat by the end of it and they're just mm. like oh like like i would think they'd want to deal with him immediately but they're like, huh. oh, he's around, but we're not going to deal with it immediately. And then, obviously, yet. Fellowship comes hmm. up and... Wink, wink. 
Exactly. Then Fellowship <laughs> comes up and you got Gandalf who's like researching the ring and because he doesn't know uh, the extent of it and researching all this stuff like you know and you know knows about Sauron stuff but you know what I mean like it just seemed like it didn't quite work and they also mention um and I, I wouldn't consider this a spoiler either because like this is like it's not plot it's just more I mean, the stuff. movie's been around for a it's while it's more too, fluff so. thrown in they mention Strider because like oh, Leg- okay. like they tell Legolas like hey you need to find this Strider guy and so <laughs> like on one hand it's kind of like oh look they're mentioning this character I like. I should like this, right? No. Freaking Aragorn <laughs> is like 82 or something in the Lord of the Rings movies, which obviously, like, he's part elf, and that's why he looks <clears throat> yeah. much younger. Um, but even then, considering that, he's still only in, like, his 20s or something when the Hobbit's around. So what? why is he <laughs> that? Like, why is Legolas trying to fight him now? And does that mean Legolas and him were friends for, like, that whole 60 years? And, like, what were they doing? And why was, like... It just doesn't make any sense to me. It is kind of annoying how they spent so much time um, trying to connect to the Lord of the Rings. And also, mm. just, here's the thing. I really like Legolas in, in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. I this These movies made me dislike him. Not entirely. <laughs> like, I yeah. still like him. But they made, they dampened his character for me. Because mm. they just had way too much screen time with him. Just doing nonsense and then there's like let's throw this character in here because he's a popular character exactly they're just like oh everyone likes this character so we're gonna make him do a bunch of stuff it's like i don't care go back to bilbo (laughs) go back to the characters i actually like care about that are part of these you know this the hobbit right the hobbit like the dwarves and stuff like i care more about them those are great yeah and um but for some reason they just did so much with him and then they brought on this lady elf which like cool because these movies at least the the last two i don't know about the first one actually passed the bechtel test which the lord of the rings do not which is super funny oh um, yeah so, so like and they pass them with flying colors so like eh, that's cool but also like why did they try to make a romance thing with her and one of the dwarves like oh, i'm yeah. so like they're just like they make this thing where it's like oh is she gonna be with like legolas or is she gonna be with this dwarf guy oh, and i'm like gosh. i don't care also, why can't she just, like, exist as, like, yeah. a female elf, you know, like, doing yeah. stuff? Like, it's so weird to me. They put way too much time on that. You know, I know I'm getting all ranty, but yeah, I Yeah, because I liked, I I liked that character, more. and I liked the I liked the actress. Yeah, it's Wasp. It's just like, That's, that was my yeah. first, I, I, like, recognized, like, oh, it's Vision Lily. It's, it's yeah. like Wasp, which is super funny. Um, yeah. And she, like, she acts well. Like, she does a great job acting. It's just not written well. And, yeah, and just the way they wrote weird. her, yeah. And I'm like, why is this here? Like, it's so unnecessary. So I think in the future, I might, um, if I feel like watching Hobbit, I might watch the fan edit version. There's apparently a fan edit version out there that cuts out all the fluff. And it only includes stuff from the book. Oh, cool. Because all the stuff that was in the book, it was awesome. The only thing I would say they added stuff from the book that made it better was that they gave Bard a lot of characterization. And you cared about Bard. Mm. Because in the book, he was just a guy who ended up killing Smog. And no one knows who he was, and he was just a guy. Um, yeah. But then in the movies, they they're like, hey, you know, he's a character, and um, they make you care about him, which is great. And I think that was a good move. But um, besides that, yeah, they just threw in all this nonsense that like <laughs> just doesn't make sense. And also, it was just kind of weird in some ways to see them use CGI. There's just a like that main orc guy. I don't even remember his name. But it's like, why did he have to be pure CGI? Could he have done... Oh, no. yeah, because 
the original movies were very practical. And, like, there's still a lot of practical effects in a lot of this, but it's, like, I think they relied a little too heavily on CGI, at least with some of the characters. Like, they got the big wolf guys, like, in that first movie, and they got some other effects where it's, like, yeah, it makes way more sense for them to use CGI for these, like, smaller things, but, like, I just didn't like how they made entire characters that were purely CGI, or at least they look purely CGI. There was also a character in the last movie um, that just was very clearly, like, mostly cgi and it was really off-putting because it's like mm. this dwarf guy and he's talking to all the other dwarves that are you know made with practical effects and it's just very strange yeah. it's like you got this orc guy who's cgi talking to non-cgi orc guys and then you got the you know or the cgi dwarf talking to the yeah. non-cgi dwarves it's just kind of strange it, t- it takes like, you out of it when it, you see that stuff interact with each other yeah it's just a little bit awkward and then there were some times where it just like especially when it was like that orc um he was like he would be talking to I don't know the dark forces or whatever I don't know he it, it like there were scenes where it literally looked like a cutscene from like Shadow of War or something where I'm like this doesn't look like a movie this looks like a video oh, game wow. which I know if Cody was here he'd be like ah that's a good thing but I personally was not a yeah. huge fan of it because again it didn't look like I was especially watching... with a series that has such a pedigree you know exactly so that was the one I mean. Not yeah. one complaint I had. I have a couple complaints, but I still really enjoyed <laughs> them. And um, Martin Freeman really did a great job. And Benedict Cumberbatch um, and Ian McKellen. And, like, yeah. honestly, like, uh, they all did a really good job. Like, even, like, like Olen Boom. Like, he did a good job as Yeah, it sounds like a lot of the writing and a lot of the decisions they, they made were just off-putting. Exactly. So, again, I might watch a fan in it in the future that just has the stuff from the book. Um, yeah. Without all the weird fluff. There's just so much weird fluff inside stuff where i'm watching and i'm like what is going on but <laughs> it's still entertaining um it's still fun so at least there's that um yeah but anyway i watched those movies i also watched Encanto. yeah cool because you watched that right too right yeah yeah I've, i watched like most of it we had my nephew over so like there's like plot details i probably missed somewhere but gotcha. it was it was a fun time like the music was so good oh um, yeah that was yeah it it, it's good. It's, like, crazy, because it's, like, I... I guess I was expecting it to be good, because I was going to say, oh, I wasn't expecting it to be good. That's not true. I actually was expecting it to be good, because I heard that it was really good. And what's crazy is that, like, I, I don't remember... I, I saw just some tweet mentioning it, so it made me mm-hmm. kind of think. Um, there's been so much more fan art for Encanto, especially after its Disney Plus release, you know, after it wasn't just in theaters that, that was kind of a surprise drop too because it was in theaters for like a month and it's like oh well now it's on disney plus which like thank goodness and again that's gonna be yeah. movie news uh transitioning to that but um so especially after that dropped on disney plus because that's how i watched it right i didn't go to theaters or anything yeah my, um, my nephew actually um and my sister they like they went to see it in theaters and it was just one of those things like I never cared to watch in theaters, so it yeah, was exciting it was, to have it there. I don't think I needed to watch in theaters at all. Like right, Disney Plus right. felt like it felt right there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's just so much more fan art and so much more community stuff like regarding this movie. It's like almost to the not the crazed, insane level that Frozen was, but yeah. like a baby version of that, like a sensible version, I should say. Because Frozen, yeah. sorry guys, it's not that good. Um, I don't right. Love it that much. I like Encanto a lot more. Um, yeah. Personally, at this point, so I just think that's really cool. Um, it's just so much more engagement than Ryan the Last Track, for example. Like Ryan the oh, Last yeah. Track, I didn't see much 
like fan art or community stuff with that about that at all because it was so it was mediocre. kind of bland yeah, yeah mediocre was, is a good it was word disappointing um i think is the best way for me to phrase it yeah um but Encanto was like it was just so surprising and so refreshing because they really just broke a lot of rules not rules yeah. i should say just trends that they've done like so many so many disney movies are like and it's good to have this representation yep but so many disney movies are like oh the single parent or the tragic you know parents died doing something um or whatever and then like then this one character kind of has to like do something and 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 a lot of times there are like interaction with a family member or something there's connection with a family member that becomes really yeah like frozen for example you got the you know the sister sister relationship which is actually quite good that's a good part Mm -hmm. of that movie in both those movies the first and second but um i really liked how this movie it's like it was all about family every major character in that movie was a family member and it all like i'm so used to like oh that's the character has to go on this big journey to do something which sometimes works really well like moana this one was very contained though yeah which like good. yeah like moana worked really well for that because it seemed yeah. like that made sense to me but i feel yeah. like a lot of times it's still like oh this character's going on this journey for kind of no reason but then like yeah you got mirabelle who's just discovering stuff in the house it's just going around mm-hmm. the house everything takes place in the house it's so or like yeah. the village like but like it's so cool um also, I do want to, like, have a little, like, plus a little thumbs up for this movie as well for having good uh, Catholic representation. Yeah. <laughs> they had yeah. a church there. Because we were like, this is Colombia. Everyone's going to be freaking Catholic. Where's the churches? And then he got church there. Yeah. I'm like, ha cool. We got this guy. Um, and it wasn't, like, weird or rude. He was literally just there existing, which I'm like, cool, that's all yeah. I um, So that was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, that movie was really good. It's it's crazy how it's like. Besides, maybe like we don't talk about Bruno. I feel like none of the songs are sticking in my head. Um, at least none that I could sing along to because I don't really. I I'm really. I don't know Spanish. Like I took three years in high school, it, but I don't remember any Spanish. It's one of those things I'll have to rewatch again because like there's just a lot of details I missed. But mm-hmm. I feel like most of the songs were like f- from just the way they were designed and composed and everything were like seemed really good like i don't like i don't remember a lot of them either like the words to a lot of them but there was some where i'm like oh that's good like it was just um, it was just so obviously lin-manuel miranda which is really oh, yeah. funny because like i have mixed feelings about that man but like you could tell like oh yeah this is like not just it's not just music made for a disney musical it is music yeah. that is written for a proper musical. At least most of the songs. Yeah. Maybe there is a couple poppy ones that was kind of like, eh. But the lyrics, like, in the storytelling with the songs yes. were really on point. Um, as a musical fan, like, I care a lot about that. I'm like, I need to have these songs, like, make sense and have a place in the part. Um, and they, you know, they followed all those rules. Like, they had an I want song. They wanted, they had all this stuff. So it's like, that's cool. Um yeah. And yeah, I just thought it was really good until the very end. Um, but it didn't ruin it for me. I don't know if people people who've seen it maybe know what I'm talking about. I feel like they could have ended I'm it one to, way. I, I'm trying to remember because I feel like there really wasn't an end almost. Like, because I watched it, but I was just like, okay, like I don't know what happened there. <laughs> well, yeah, I and that's I, I think it, but... I think there was a decision made where yeah. Um, and again, I'm going to be as vague as possible. There's a decision yeah. made where, like, it could have been left one way, but they decided to go a different direction, and I mm. disagree with that direction that they took. 
but it was it was literally the end of the movie and at that point like i enjoyed the rest of the movie so much that i didn't really like i'm not gonna give it that much flack because i enjoyed the rest of the movie but it was kind of like i feel like it would have been stronger if they went with the original direction instead of Mm. the other one personally i feel like it would have been a stronger story cohesively but whatever that's the decision that's what they wanted to do um also i feel like i am anytime magic comes into play in anything in like any medium i want to know like the rules and i want to know like so why why is this and when is this and where is this and how they never explained any of that did they no they explained nothing Okay. So So maybe that's why I felt like a little lost on some things. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they make these they like say these rules or like, oh, this yeah. happened and that's how this is how this works. But then like yeah. I and again, this is like the premise of the movie. I don't think it's a spoiler. The whole thing right. is that every um at least most members of this family and that's the thing. Not even every mm. member of this family. Only most. Only most yeah. members of this family have a gift. Um, all the children, I should say, the younger generation, everyone in the younger generation and some in the older generation have a gift that are given yeah. to them. And um, the main character um, does not have a gift. And so that's the premise of the movie. And you see that in the trailers. That's not, not a spoiler. But, right, um, right. It's like, okay, cool. So they established this rule, a rule that was broken. And uh, again, sorry if this is considered spoiler to you. They never really explained that. They never really explained like, what happened. So right. it's like, and I get like maybe like they they wanted to emphasize certain aspects of the story yeah. way more than that than like yeah. answering that question, and I can respect that. But for me, I'm also like oh, I still want to know because I'm just a curious person. Like it could have yeah. been this was the right move, but I'm still kind of like oh I want to know. But I guess I'll just have to go to fan fictions for that or something. Yeah, I, I, I saw a cool theory on TikTok where they're saying like basically like. Maribel is like the one who's supposed to take over for the grandma in the future, which I thought was cool. Oh, I like that. See, even yeah. something settles out. Like, okay, I'm happy with like a theory. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, okay, that was cool. like, oh, that would be really cool. Like that would make sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, that is I, the other thing. I need to watch it again. Is that like the character of Mirabel is so cool and awesome and yeah. interesting, and she's like great. But also, it's just wild to me where it's like. She faces so much like discrimination with her own within her own family. Um, oh yeah. But she's not even the only one who doesn't have gifts. Like yeah. the the folks who married into the family don't have gifts. Yeah. And it's like, well then why is she getting so much crap? But why? whatever, that's just a small <laughs> yeah. point. I'm just I think like, it's maybe serious? because she was born into it, but I guess so, but like really is that all that matters? But, still. but maybe it, for <laughs> them it does. That's their family dynamic. So I think it was just really yeah. cool to see and explore like their extreme family dynamic because yeah. they don't just like introduce like they do introduce a bunch of stuff to you um and, and really you see what ways. the other members are going through in the process of exactly. having those gifts too and i thought the messages yeah. were all just like so on point too because yeah. like um with the sisters like what they're going through i've heard yes. lots of people described as like oh like you know, people who are described as like gifted children, for example, people yeah. who are like you know always said like, oh, you're so mature for your age, or you're so whatever, and like these kids like get forced on more responsibilities or more expectations and like all this pressure, um, and that can be really damaging. Um, especially, yeah. if it's not something you really realize until you're older and you're like you know adult, and like all of a sudden you're, if you're average, that's not good enough, um, and other things like that, and experiencing that burnout. 
Um, that's something I feel like I can relate to a lot too, personally, in some ways. So I, I really like that message. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm a younger child, but I'm sure this is going to speak to a lot of middle children out there. Oh, yeah. Um, and so that's really exciting. And yeah, just people who have really big families. Um, yep. I just think it's really cool. Very cool representation in this movie. Very cool ideas. I just really like this movie. Mm-hmm. I really like it. So Yeah. Like, it's yeah. good. It's worth a watch. I was gonna say, yeah, maybe you maybe you should rewatch it at least once. <laughs> it's on Disney. Yeah. Place. Um <laughs> Yeah. I didn't realize we were this far into the podcast, but let's keep rolling on. If we talked about that movie for a good while, but it was I worth know. It. Sorry. It's also because uh, I ranted about the Hobbit movies for just so long. Yeah. Oh, that's right, too. No, it's cool, though. This is good. Did you watch um, anything? Yeah. So I did watch. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it too much because I think most people already know how I feel by now, especially on social media. But I watched The Matrix Resurrections over the oh, break. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. I was so <laughs> close to turning it off because. It tries so hard, and I understand this movie has mixed views, and some people like it, some people are right there with me. It tries so hard to parody, like, the idea of, like, nostalgia, like, targeting nostalgia and things like that, you know, like, the stuff that Hollywood has been guilty for that we've talked so much about over, I feel like, what is the last couple years? Uh, It tries so hard to parody that, that it becomes the very thing that it's trying to parody. Yeah. and it's just like the the more I think about it, like I feel like the the back half of the movie and like when it actually gets into like the freer mind kind of stuff when Neo is actually like starting to learn about like wh- you know what's really going on, doing actual better. Matrix things like that's yes, the whole thing it, it in the gets Matrix it gets a little bit better. Movie. Like e- yeah, even Neo himself is like Keanu Reeves doesn't seem like he's interested in being there at all. Um, Interesting. <laughs> but uh, the, the like when the plot moved forward, it got better. But I was just like, man, this is rough. It's everything uh, I would hate. Yes, it. it totally is, and it feels like it feels like Space Jam, but like worse in a way. Like that's which, what I've heard people say, which is crazy. Yeah, like I would never think, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like it's they're blatantly targeting that. Um, it's rough. Space Jam thought it was trying to be clever, and so did The Matrix, but they both did not succeed. It's like, Ready Player One wasn't amazing, but at least it came from an idea that made sense. Yeah. And then you have Space Jam And an idea that was already a thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so uh, that's unfortunate. And then The Matrix was just trying to target all of Hollywood and became the very thing it tried to target, but um, I'm not going to say much more. Um, I guess uh, we can mention the other two news pieces for movies. Oh, for sure. We'll get into so, movie news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did mention um, Encanto. I, I do very much believe that it got way more popular and, um, yeah. you know, really took off after everyone was able to watch it from Disney+. Plus. So yeah. um, I actually think it's kind of a good sign that Turning Red, um, their next I, Pixar movie coming out, yeah. um, is not even going to be in theaters. It's just going to Disney+. Plus. And I think that's a twofold... Um, Maybe they're seeing the success with Encanto on Disney Plus. I think also they're maybe realizing maybe they shouldn't throw a bunch of big movies in when theaters are you know still potentially dangerous. Um, yeah, the, was, co- the the rise in COVID is not helping things, but also Encanto may prove that it's a good move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I, I yeah, yeah, I think it's a good move. Um, I'm sure they're salty about it because they're like missing that theater money pixar has been missing that theater money for a while now i kind of feel bad for them but also like 
I, don't, I feel like their movies have been perfect Disney Plus movies. For sure, yeah. It's like, I yeah. I hope the creators are getting enough money. Yes. Because the thing is, I always assume that it's just big Disney getting all the money, so. Yeah, it probably is, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but Turning Red, specifically, this is a movie that I'm like, oh, that looks fun, but I'm not going to go see it. But now that it's on Disney Plus, I will definitely watch it for sure. Exactly. I feel like, again, everyone's always like, oh, when it's all over. Probably it'll never be over. I don't know. But yeah. whenever the <laughs> theaters point, are legitimately safe enough to go back to, I feel like even yeah. then, I, I I don't know if I'm going to go to a theater to see a Pixar movie. Like, I yeah. feel like I've, I'm so used to just watching it from Disney Plus, like this this stuff. Which I, I maybe I'm a hypocrite because I'm all for, like, supporting animation over live action. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like, I don't know. I yeah, I, I, I think it, like, I think it's yeah. important to pick and choose because, like, with the Matrix, I could I w- could have seen that in theaters very easily, but I was like, nah, I don't have I don't have high hope I don't have a good feeling about this movie, though I was excited for it. Yeah. So I watched it on HBO Max, but mm-hmm. something like Batman, which will also be coming to HBO Max in March, I'm gonna go see that on theaters because that's like a theater worthy movie. Like that's a big movie. Yeah, I think it has to so. do with like. You know, they are really different environments. And, like, also, family but movies... Also, they safe at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Family movies yeah. are just fun to watch at home with the family, because then you don't have to worry yeah. about, like, the chaos of theaters, and, like, if you have screaming yeah. children, your screaming children will at least be in your own home instead of, like, in the theaters. <laughs> Whereas, you like... You pause it if you need to, and... Yeah, the big, like, cinematic stuff. Um, yeah. It kind of makes sense, like Dune, right? I've heard a lot of people yeah. say, like, "Oh, you know, Dune is a theater watch." I wish I would have seen that in theaters. Exactly. That's one I, I did the opposite on. So I don't know, like, and that's the thing too is I I do know, just generally speaking, a lot of animation is going to be targeted more towards children than live action, just in general. Oh yeah. So and so I don't know. Maybe we need to find a middle ground with like I I want to support animators, but at the same time, there is like a environment that surrounds you when you go into a theater that caters really well to some movies and just not as effectively with others so yeah i think it's fine to to state that there's Um, an experience there that that needs to live on too exactly yeah Yeah. um yep with that uh let's talk about how morbius was delayed again (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how many times we brought this up but it's it's happening yeah um yeah so I, I was gonna say I feel like the COVID experience or like the COVID thing with this one just happens to be like timing, but it's yeah. more because of Spider Man because I've been seeing that Spider Man is going to play on theaters at least until the end of January. Exactly. So and so I think that's why Morbius got pushed back, but also COVID. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> I I definitely can understand sort of both ways too. Um yeah. and it's just kind of crazy because you would almost think that like, you know, Morbius is showing up in at least when I watched No Way Home, I saw Morbius the trailer before that movie. Yeah. So it's like on one hand I feel like they're going towards the same audience and like it could be you know, if they kept in theaters, I don't think it would have been too bad if unless you, you know, take COVID to 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 uh for example, but um Mhm. Because there's a lot of people who've seen No Way Home already, and, like, they're already hyped up about Spider-Man things, and, like, Morbius is still technically a Spider-Man thing, even though it's not yeah. you. So, like, that's one thing, but at the same time, maybe it is probably smarter to wait until the No Way Home thing has sort of crashed 
and not crash and burn. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but just like, you know, run its course. When they, yeah, when they end that marketing cycle. Exactly. And so maybe it'll be better. So then they'll be able to just be in theaters and kind of just be there instead of have to compete with a big Disney thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, which again, a lot of Disney stuff's going to Disney Plus now. So um, probably smart on their end, I think. But that's still Sony, though, which is weird with Spider Man. Like, Spider Man oh, yeah. is still a Sony movie. Mm hmm. So, like, we won't be seeing Spider-Man on Disney Plus at all. For sure. That is true. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. So, Morbius is delayed again, I think, till April this time. Um, yep. We'll see if it gets delayed again. It's, like, I feel like, I, I think this movie has been delayed more than Black Widow. I might be wrong. They're calling it the new, uh, the, like, the newest New Mutants. Because that oh, New Mutants right. movie was delayed so many times as well oh my gosh it's all these big uh, superhero movies that keep getting delayed because again they want to like oh it has to be in theater yep. for that theater experience uh i yep. guess um but anyway kind of sad a little bit but at the same time pretty <laughs> unsuitable again like at least you know even take away the no way home stuff probably still kind of a good thing oh I, yeah I think. with the Omicron's going cases. crazy right now so yes um, yeah that's our movie news all right, cool. Uh, we'll get into TV then. What what have you been watching in the TV realm? Yeah, I won't. I won't go off like I did for the other stuff. Um, I did finish <laughs> Hawkeye. I think I, I don't think I mentioned it since we recorded last. And yeah, we, Hawkeye's we did fine. Talk about some stuff about Hawkeye when the sport in the Spider Man spoiler cast, but that was it. Yeah, I just don't remember mm -hmm. talking about it. But anyway, no, I mean yeah. it's fine. I don't even know if I have anything to say about it. Honestly, it was just right. kind of fine. It was kind of mid tier. Um, right. It was okay. a mid tier show, I think. Um, so I, I, that's it. Uh, cool. I did watch Cooper Kai season four though. Yes, I watched it in two days. <laughs> we watched it in probably like four days or so. Like it was over the span of a week. Um, yeah. That show is crazy. It like def it definitely ended uh, in a, in a different note than I would expect. We won't, mm -hmm. we won't get into spoilers, but like I, by the end of that show, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. definitely got me hooked. Yeah. But at the same time, it's 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 so dramatic. It's everyone. It's so cheesy. Everyone <laughs> is so stupid. Everyone is so yeah. stupid. Especially if everyone dating. would just have a good Bro. talk. Yeah. Like if they, everyone had communication skills, which again yeah. I understand Johnny doesn't, and he's a great yeah. character for that. Everyone else. Yeah. They don't have excuses. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the high schoolers, but like you could still only do so much with on the like. Oh, they're just immature. Even no, even the like, mom is kind of like she's kind of has like motivations that like yeah, aren't it's quite right now either. So it's, it's like crazy. It's <laughs> like oh, I yeah. like some things going on. I don't like other things going on. I will yep. say, the one thing that's been really truly surprising about Cobra Kai is how um, I keep trying to predict stuff that will happen and somehow it doesn't happen. Yes. Uh, uh, it, I keep getting surprised, which is yeah. crazy. They they flipped the formula so many times, um, which is nuts. So yep. I will give it that. And I'm definitely still going to keep watching, but it's just such a crazy show. Like, why yeah. does this show exist? Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going to go next with it because I'm just like, okay. Me too. Y'all... They took me down a road I didn't expect, and now I'm just like, okay, what are, what are you going to do next? For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's uh, all very interesting, all very dramatic. Um, 
Oh, there, there's a scene though. that made made me laugh so hard. I'll have we'll have to talk about it on our podcast chat. But oh, okay. Uh, off because there was a scene where I go, wait, did that just happen? And it was just the dumbest thing ever. But I, uh, we won't talk about it here. Certainly a show to laugh at, but I just get <laughs> so frustrated with some of these yeah. characters, man. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. y'all are so stupid. Just like. <laughs> especially the adults it's like again i'll take a grain of salt with the children like they're also a lot of them are pretty stupid um yeah they're they're also sometimes a lot more smarter than the adults absolutely like, again like i i you know they're seeing like you should pay attention to these kids even though they're fighting each other they yeah. still do some good things like some of them like i can think of an example but i guess it would be a spoiler where it's like yeah, oh, yeah. you think this man is going to choose violence and then he doesn't and you're like, yeah. oh, character development. Look at this. This is great. This is <laughs> good. But yeah, the adults, yeah. I'm like, y'all are stupid. And yeah. I love Johnny enough that like kind of whatever he does, like I'll be happy with it just because I think he, he's such a fun he character. He makes sense. And he like, makes sense. But, mm-hmm. but Danny, like, I'm like, bro, you have <laughs> zero excuses. You have no yeah. excuses to be this much of a dingus. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just kind of have to roll with it. Yeah. Also, the Daniel LaRusso kid, bro. I won't touch on him anymore, but oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm. Uh, anyone who watches the season probably knows exactly how I feel. I'm just mad. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> yeah. Frustrated. So. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to be doing a, a spoiler cast with my friends at the Mountain Nerds. Uh, oh pretty sweet. Soon on on the show, so um, I think that'll be in February. But uh, yeah, That's that'll awesome. be look forward. That'll be something for people to look forward to if they want full spoilers. So. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Um, so th- I, I did watch Cobra Kai also, obviously. Uh, yeah. The other thing I watched that isn't like, I feel like it's still good because it's a good quality, but so I'm watching, I watched the first two episodes of Boba Fett. Oh yeah, I haven't even watched Boba Fett yet. It's good because of the quality, but it's like, I feel like the plot and things like that haven't really moved a ton. Like, th- I mean, it's, they definitely go into, into... Boba Fett as a character and, and things about the past and you know where you know where he ended where he ended up and the big thing is like how he got out of the Sarlacc pit because it's Mandalorian season two spoilers obviously he yeah. shows up so it's like that's where he ended up in Return of the Jedi so mm-hmm. there's it, it does cover that stuff and it and it covers the you know where he's going after season two of, of Mandalorian. But I just feel like it hasn't moved enough yet for it to get for it to be like, oh, I need to watch the next episode. Like, I f- like kind of in the way like Marvel has a way of finishing out an episode and making you go, oh, I can't wait till next week. Um, this one hasn't quite reached that level yet for me, but but it's it's good for what it is so far. Um, that's good. So yeah, I, I've heard not, people not say it's pretty say. good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's still good, but. Doesn't have the wow factor yet. I don't think. Um, yeah. I might just wait until it's all out or something. Cause like personally, so far I'm that not, might be good. Yeah, I'm like I Mandalorian was like one of the first like Disney Plus shows, and yeah. so that was yeah. like it was really easy to start watching it and get really hooked. But I think at this point, I'm like, okay, I could be more selective and also like, I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest Boba Fett fan. I'm not the one like he has we'll kind of a cult that- following, and I'm just not of those people so i'm like yeah. i almost feel like there's no reason for that cult following either because he's a character that had no development in the movies yeah um maybe meet people who read comics or or books or something from like back in the day maybe but also i think he was just a cool t- action figure toy that a lot of the older fans were into because he looked the coolest um yeah. 
So, uh, there's really not a lot to the character until now. So, I don't think anyone's as big of a Boba Fett fan as they might say they are, to be honest. Um, but this show will give us the, give us a lot of that development and stuff, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's Boba Fett as much as I can say anyway. <clears throat> um, we'll get into, uh some some bits of tv news nothing major here um so um first thing i feel like is the biggest is is definitely the biggest uh scott pilgrim anime is in development that seems um, that seems like it's fits right in yes yeah and and so it's from uh so the 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 writer the the creator of scott pilgrim is writing the show and executive producing it. Nice. <laughs> um, it's from Studio Science Saru, who's known for um, Star Wars Visions, and uh, they've done some <gasps> stuff in Star Wars go. Visions and and some other things. Yeah. Um, I believe they've done. I don't know if they if they're responsible for like Astro Boy and all that. Oh, that episode. That, yes, the I think that's the episode they did in Star Wars Visions. Nice. Um, but uh, I feel like that's that might be them. Um, so, uh, it's I guess it's coming to Netflix. It hasn't. It doesn't sound like it's been pitched as a or it's been pitched as a full show, but it hasn't been picked up yet. Okay. Um, so I guess I so I guess the creator and the another director are going to be the showrunners officially when it does get into uh, developed into a full show. Um, but yeah, that fits the book or you know the books have have a good style the video game even adapted that style totally makes sense Um, and people love that movie um if they've never read the books so it'll it'll do well i think if it happens um but yeah it should be good and then uh the other thing is is just kind of really cool to see but the original voice actor for wolverine he goes uh, by the name of cal dodd Mm-hmm. Uh, which sounds like a Star Wars name almost, um, <laughs> um, but he's uh, shared an image of him recording voice work for X Men '97, which is the uh, new X Men cartoon coming to Disney Plus. So that's oh. exciting. Um, they have said that uh, there are original voice actors from from the show. Um, I think they confirmed a few of them, but I don't know. I don't think that he was one of the confirmed stars. So. He's coming back, which which is exciting. That Wolverine voice is iconic, um, as as many of the others. Unfortunately, the voice actor who played Cyclops passed away, so we won't be getting him back unless they've already done some recording. But I doubt it. Um, yeah, so so that's some cool stuff in the animation world um, that we've been talking about, and uh, yeah, that's it for TV news. Sweet. Well, mm-hmm. we still managed to make it an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I knew we were gonna have a lot of a lot of geeking out to do. There's a lot to catch up on there. Um, so uh, we'll catch up with Cody next week and find out what he's been geeking out about because I'm sure he's got a lot too. Yep. So, uh, any anything else before we wrap up? I don't think so. I've just uh, I'm watching Austin Games Done Quick this week. So Sweet. It'll still be going on by the time this episode comes out. I'm pretty sure. So tune to Twitch and watch oh, if yeah, you're interested. Yeah. Um, yep. it's fun so yeah super fun stuff to watch 
Yeah, alrighty then. Um, I'm not geeking out about anything else. Uh, where can they find you at on social media? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at theshillshock24. Um, you can find me streaming Tuesday nights, twitch.tv slash geeksandgrace. I am working from home again, um, so I may be able to start streaming earlier. Um, oh, okay. So cool. that's I, I might try that out even this week, uh, doing a little bit of an earlier one. like Or, you know, I say earlier, sort of more back on time. <laughs> um, but we'll see. We'll see how, how it yeah. ends up. Um, but I am still streaming Persona 4 Golden, which is still super duper fun. So, yeah. Cool. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. Uh, I'll, I'll be having a new job here pretty soon, so I'm going back to our usual time as well. Because I, I was doing the opposite. I was doing earlier streams mm-hmm. on Fridays. but um, So now I'm moving back to our usual time again uh twitch.tv slash geeks under grace on fridays for me i'm streaming kenna bridge of spirits so heck yeah yeah uh fun times over there on the twitch channel um and everywhere else so sure Alrighty, uh that's it for today uh keep gaming keep praying and god bless bye everyone We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.